Okay, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome again to another In the Clip Zone with Neil, the owner of Clips for Sale, myself. Uh, we have Dr. Chantel, who's always here, who's the newly created uh, education and, and community advisor on C4S. And today we have special guest, Andrea Rosu. Perfect. But, all right, awesome. You got it. <laughs> so, hey, Neil, what day is today? Today is uh, Wednesday, the 18th of December. Yes, I remembered that part. And it's very close to Christmas. Oh my God, everyone's panicked over here because you can't, <laughs> if you don't ship before tomorrow, you're, you're screwed pretty much. If you're, unless you actually go out and get presents like most people seem to not do anymore. But yeah, no one seems to care anymore. You know what there should be? This has nothing to do with this, but there should be a service, and this is for the laziest people in the world. It's like, I just, here's the list. You just go ahead and bring it over when, when you have it done. Like almost like a personal Christmas shopper, but it's only for Christmas time. And they just, you just, you have to provide them like a Google Doc with links to everything and stores or whatever. And then they get it all. And then they just bill you for the amount plus a percentage. You know what I mean? It probably does exist. If not, yeah. they just stole the idea from me. So it's fine. <laughs> so anyway, yes. Yeah, so I, I was looking, you are in California, right? I am. I am. All right. See, I did a lot of research this time. <laughs> I was searching everything in the store. I was looking at where you're from, uh, like your, your average sales monthly. I was checking that out too, which I don't usually do, but I figured I'm going to do this today because one of your questions was how to make more money. So I can <laughs> see what you're at now so I can get an idea next time, you know, in a couple of months where you're at. So anyway, I'll start asking, uh, I'll start going, let me find your questions here and then I'll start. You said you post them in the Zoom thing, but I never see them anywhere. So, they're there, right next, they're right underneath the, the description of. Oh, but I can't see them now that I started it, I guess. Oh yeah, you have to be on the, the website. It's like you have to have okay. it. We could probably throw them in the chat one time. It would be an interesting thing. Oh, you didn't have a lot of questions anyway. I thought it was a whole bunch of it here. Okay. No, I mean, I have since sending them, I added, I think, one extra and then a few kind of okay. out a little bit more. But I figured these are, <clears throat> these are okay. things rolling and then it'll be more of a conversation. Of course. And you can throw in any time you want to with any questions or elaborate on whatever I'm talking about. So just in case. Yeah. Um, so the first, what's the best way to market content aside from Twitter? Yes, I agree. Twitter is not the place you probably want to market your content. But um, And actually that and your last question, which is how to boost sales, are sort of the same thing, marketing, boosting sales. So I would say that, um, and I say this to everybody, um, has to do with the online forums that everyone seems to be not familiar with, but you should learn how to use these forums, whether it's, foot fetish forums, taboo forums, interracial forums. Um, you do um, uh, muscle worship forums. I'm looking at some of your clips so I can get some ideas. Um, ball busting forums there are out there, believe it or not. Trampling forums, there's a lot of them. Um, scissor hold would be almost the same as wrestling, I guess, right? Kind of? Yeah, it would fall under that and muscle domination. Yeah, and there's, there is definitely wrestling forums out there. Uh, Cat fighting, I bet there's forms for that too. Um, uh, I'm just trying, vampire, oh, that's okay. Vampire forms there might be. Lesbian, you have some lesbian. There 100% is vampire forums. There have to be vampire right. forms. Yeah, 
And um, I would say that's that's a probably a, an interesting one right there because you could probably that's probably a, a a good niche of people that probably are looking for specific content that they'll probably spend the money on it because they probably can't find it. So and a fun little add to that is I'm actually I'm Romanian, so in my oh, so um, empire. Yeah, I actually often will, you know, will speak in Romanian, which just kind of is, for me, super fun. I enjoy it. That's kind of cool. So this makes me think of something that we um, talked to another person about, too, like in terms of talking about um, if you have an accent or if you can speak another language, to always play that up. And when Neil gets to talking about, I just don't want to forget, so I'm saying this, when Neil gets to going through your store and the tags and stuff, remind us about you speaking Romanian because that's a huge thing that somebody who's looking for content and even if they're not looking for vampire content I'm sure the Romanian is really big in the vampire content too but you can really reach out to people looking for that level of authenticity too hmm. if, especially if you do clips only in that language which I don't know if you do or not but I don't unfortunately my so Romanian was my first language, but I grew up in the States. So my, my comprehension is at a hundred percent plus, but my ability to speak is not strong enough for me to be able to have like an entire clip. So often I'll just throw in sentences or phrases or mantras or whatever it is in the. Well, that's, in a good, that's even probably pretty good too. Even if you just do little tidbits of the language, it's probably like, Oh, we just, as a bonus, we just got a little quick, you know, a little sentence that she just threw at us. So that's kind of cool. But anyway, but going back to that, so the forums, you definitely want to, I don't know if you're on any forums right now or even Fat Life is a forum that most people know about, but that's more of a, a, a generalized fetish type forum. It's not specific to one thing. But if you really get into um, a specific forum, you're gonna have specific customers, specific uh, you know customer base that are into that exact fetish uh, or whatever category like for example trampling um, you could probably join a trampling forum and sign up as yourself so they know it's you yeah. uh, and then you're you're gonna want to basically post some things like hey uh, it's Andrea here and I'm from store blah 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 um, I'm just new to this place and here's some pictures of the latest shoot I did here's a quick sample clip and if anyone wants to see my stuff or comment you know, comment and here's the link to my store. So you can't just go in and promote and post. Yeah. Stuff. You have to give them something for free. Like almost every time that you put a link back to your store, you should be giving them something in return so they don't say you're just here to spam us with this kind of stuff. So it's a win-win because they're getting content, you're getting them as potential customers and potential, uh, not just customers, but people that might uh, interact with you and give you ideas and things they like and then you'll probably get custom video requests from these guys directly too because again like I said these are direct customers to that particular fetish uh, category fetish whatever it is and you know I think that's probably your best bet as far as marketing because there's no really other good place to target market than the forums and maybe some of the stuff you have isn't on forums yet maybe you could Basically, you just look up the name of the category and put the word forum after it on Google and see what pops up. Okay. Um, you know, there might be three or four. So you probably want to see which one has the most uh, recent activity and something's happening there. At least, you know, it's not just a dead forum that no one's going to anymore. 
Um, and then, and, and I think that would be a good start. I think just doing that alone will help boost sales. And you also have to remember, you have to go there, you know, at least once a week, um, cause okay. if you just post stuff and never show up again for like three months. That's also not good. They're going to think that you're just, again, you're just there for to monetize on them. So if you may, I think there's a way you could set up alerts whenever a post is replied to. So you could okay. get it. And then you'll jump in and be like, oh, someone replied. And the faster you get back in there to reply to them, the more, you know, they're going to see that she's like, obviously she's monitoring, she's paying attention. She's really part of this. She's not just a fly by night person coming in and just taking advantage of us. So I think that's a, a bonus too. I know some of the most successful studios are very um, actively engaging with their customers and that's how they, they're doing so much better than other people who just don't seem to care, but that's what they're doing between direct messages on Twitter, not just posting on Twitter, but I guess, I don't know if you even have them turned on or not. I guess you could turn them off, right? On Twitter, you don't need to have them on. I actually, I just, I, I've been on Twitter for years. I just turned them on. Um, oh. And honestly, a lot of it is simply because on Instagram, you know, whether you have them on or off, I get a lot of, basically I get a lot of messages of, hey, and it's just a phenomenal waste of time. So I didn't <laughs> think, that, you know, opening up a direct message on Twitter would be worthwhile. So the reason why I actually just started is I'm consolidating a website where it's simply just going to be, you know, like links to my clips for sale, custom video application, stuff like that. Like just consolidating all of the stuff that I offer in one space. And I want to offer like a, an email list or a newsletter. So I opened up my direct messages uh, so that people can send me their emails. And it's just been that alone that I realized, oh, wait a second. <laughs> Twitter is a bit of a different animal. Um, the vast majority of people who have messaged me directly um, have been engaging around the work that I do. And it's been a lot more enjoyable or what feels like a real kind of connection uh, versus, hey. <laughs> Right. So that's true. Yeah. That's good too, that at least you are using it. But yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. You need a place that um, you're not going to get hammered by just strangers that just say, hey, or send dick pics or something. Yeah. yeah. Probably get those too. Definitely. I opened up my DMs um, within like two hours. I'm like, come on. We should yeah. just call them your DPs. DP, yeah, right. <laughs> It'd be a yeah. lot easier. Um, where was I at here? I lost myself. Okay. It, it's, it's interesting. So you're finding that Twitter is still working for you and that's, that's great, but that's, it just feels like so many people are having just negative experiences with Twitter lately that it's good that you're actually getting positive engagement off there. Cause I don't know. And then the idea too, that you're already kind of calling and, and getting the emails and getting the contacts and getting all of that. That's the thing that, we've been kind of advising people to at least start thinking about is the social media archiving aspect because it's it really looks like only a matter of time before twitter is like no more of you guys on here or yeah. severely starts to severely limit the functionality i mean that whole update that just came out of like shadow banning is allowed like you can't complain probably because they've been getting so much pushback i mean while you can 
archive your fan base, it's really important to do so. That's great that you're already on it. Like yeah, taking it, care of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm clearly shadow bans, um, but it doesn't, but I am getting still engagement and it seems like I am increasing followers, albeit at a snail's pace, but it's something. Yeah. Um, How many followers do you have on there about? I don't remember. I think 27,100, 27, actually, now that I... Oh, you don't remember, but that's a specific number you must oh, remember. Oh, no, I don't. I initially thought <laughs> I didn't remember. I'm like, wait, no, I do remember. 27,100. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you would think about it this way. Obviously, the Twitter people are not all about buying content, because otherwise you would be selling so many clips every day. A, a new clip you put out, you would probably get thousands of orders. If the, yeah. They were really interested in buying your content that much, and that's what I, I have the good example of. Like Ashley, she's got Ashley Fire. She has like a quarter million followers, and you would think she'd be the number one store every month, every week, because at least ten thousand people a week should be buying her clips, right? But no, it doesn't work that way. Um, that's why I don't know how these um, some of these social platform sites say, "Oh, well, we'll just take the number of Twitter followers you have." And yeah. ask this, and this is how much you're going to make. But that's not the case at all. That's that's just all hype to try to get me to bring him over. And I don't know. It just doesn't seem to be accurate at all. I know people that do that. And it's not close to what they said it should be. So anyway. They're enough. basically trying to kind of like mine your own traffic, though. Like you bring this traffic over to our site. The difference, too, between like Twitter follower traffic and forum traffic, obviously Twitter is a mainstream website. So you have this whole like general cache of people there that maybe this, maybe that. The forums are like concentrated communities, you know, like the most distilled group of people who want specifically what you have. So anybody that's in there is already they've already winnowed out the like, hey, kind of message, because this person already clearly by being in whatever right. forum is already saying, I declare that I am interested in this. Right. I'm interested in this content. And yeah. <clears throat> especially if they comment on your post or, or anything like that, then you know they're interested. So, and that's just what I'm saying. You're not going to get, you know, 40,000 people, but you'll get, say, a couple hundred that are dedicated to buying that stuff. So you're, you're definitely going to increase sales just by doing that. So. Wasn't it Kimmy who said that she is not at all interested in her 10 or 20,000 Twitter followers? She's interested in her 10 or 20 people who actually buy stuff. And those aren't the right. numbers she used. But yeah, she something like, like that. Yeah. Like, I care about the people who are buying things for me, not necessarily yeah. the count on my social media. It's like, it's like anything, like maybe 3 to 5% of your followers will actually be actively trying to spend money on you. Um, maybe even less than 3%. I don't know. It's almost like a conversion for a retail sales show, you know, retail website that's sort of popular, but not like Amazon, obviously, which is probably much higher, I'm sure. Right. Anyway, so, okay, so then you're, you have talked about VR and 4K videos. Um, and, I mean, VR, I, it's hard to say if VR is going to become really, really popular. It is cool, and it's really interesting the way it works, but you have to have another device in order for make this work. It's the only problem. You can't just use your screen and watch VR pretty much. It has to be Google goggled or whatever they call them, uh, an Oculus or something. Yeah. Uh, so I think the smarter the glasses get and the easier it is to get the content to the glasses, 
maybe it would become more popular. And then you have to think about it this way, like, is it just a gimmick or are guys, <clears throat> excuse me, really buying the content to get off on it or just to see like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, like most people just check it out, like 3D stuff, like was like, oh, 3D, 3D. And then like, nobody cares about 3D in the adult industry. And even the mainstream you saw it was good. Oh, it's like barely, yeah. we're barely even making 3D movies anymore because they know it's not a big draw. So it's sort of the same thing. So as far as the VR goes, so I don't know if it's a gimmick or not yet, but people are producing it on Clips for Sale. They do sell it. Um, as long as it's easy for the guy to get it onto the glasses or connect his Oculus to his computer, he could open it and watch it. So those things are kind of cool. So um, I don't know if it's worth it for you to actually start making it now at this moment, but maybe I would wait maybe a couple of months, six months to see where it goes. I mean, you could always shoot some VR content and put it in the can for later and have it ready. So as long as it's not going to cost you too much. Or you could shoot it and make it like super, you could shoot it too and make it like super exclusive. Like I'm only going to sell five copies of this clip or something. I don't know. And see oh, yeah, if you had, I don't know. And who wants to bid on, I have no idea. There's all kinds of things you could do. Yeah. Get somebody to pay like $500 for three minutes yeah. of VR. I have no, but it probably costs more than that to shoot it. I have no it probably idea. costs a bunch with the cameras and the software you have to use to do it. So now 4K is a different story because that's not sort of gimmicky. That's just better quality. Yeah. So if you can get like 4K and the, the bit rate down to a point where it's not like how your clips are like, what are you, I'm looking at them now, like 15 minutes average, 12 to 20 yeah. minutes. Right. So 12 to 20 minutes is, you know, the average selling clip is 10 minutes. So yours are above average. Um, which oh. is okay. Ten clip is ten minutes. Ten clip, ten, ten clip, ten minutes is the is the the the, the go number. Oh, interesting. But obviously, people are buying obviously twelve, twenty minute clips, thirty yeah. minutes, eight minute clips. But I we see like eight to twelve is like the range that they should be for the most part. Oh, interesting. Um, so if you can get like a like your for example, you have a a ten p. I'm just looking at one of mirrors. So it's uh, what is it? two gig okay so you have a 15 minute 1080p two gig clip okay um and it's 15 minutes long so if you can get that clip in 4k to be close to that range like two gig or maybe you can get the 1080p even lower to lower in the 1.2 gig which i don't know how the software works really um i'm not really educated on encoding and resolution and and uh, bit rates but I know if you have Adobe Premiere or something that you can mess with the rates, you could probably sit there and all day mess around with it, watch it. Okay, it looks good. Put it on your 4K screen. Does it look good? Okay. And then mess around with the numbers until you are happy with the number, of the bitrate number and the gigabyte size that it's like, okay, this is easy for the guy to download. It's 4K. It's just about the same as HD, and but it's better quality. So, you know. I don't see a huge thing of 4K being like, uh, like you have to do 4K or otherwise you're not going to make money. Um, most most of the people who buy clips use a for a 15 to 17 inch monitor. So I don't know if they're even in 4K. To be honest with you, like my MacBook is not in 4K. Uh, my phone probably not in 4K as far as watching it back. Um, and 
my monitor maybe. No, I don't even think my iMac is 4K. So you need pretty much TV, like a Sony TV that's 4K that I can – and then you got to think about it again. Like is the guy masturbating to a giant television or is he in his computer room? Maybe. Maybe if he's just some like big baller dude who's got no living <laughs> at the house and he's, he's jerking off in the plant, you know. Yeah, right, he's walking around. Yeah, he doesn't care. So for that guy, okay, it's probably pretty good. But for the most part, that's why I think the Oculus and the headsets are odd because you're not a guy, but when a guy you're gonna you gotta ejaculate somewhere. And if you don't if you can't see where you're ejaculating, what are you gonna do? You're gonna do it all over yourself, which is probably uh, to me. It's kind of like never even thought about that. And I know. I did and then when you try to take the thing, right? Oh, that's the whole point of the whole. You know, when when people were talking about the interactive clips and and that kind of thing, the only answer I I thought would be good was if I had like a flashlight or a device that I'm using and I have the headset on. Now it's okay because I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, uh, I have a condom on or whatever. So. Uh, that's the only way I could see that working. But this is really complicated. <laughs> it is. It's you guys have a complicated thing. We have to really, you know. And like you said, now you're finished and your hands are full. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? I don't know. I guess we'll just. Have to do Hopefully, you remember to have some baby wipes. And you remember to do that before. You take, uh, right. Right. So it's a whole thing. So I, I would stick with the 1080p. I think you're going to do fine. You're doing fine with those. You could just be giving them another alternative that they might be like, well, uh, now I'm not going to buy her 1080p. I'm going to wait for the 4K, and it might be a month before you do it. So you could even lose money that way by not producing a 1080p and a 4K at the same time all the time. And I'll, I'll get to your store and look at your content and stuff in a minute, but I didn't get there yet. Um, anyway, so that sort of answers that. Um, the Twitter change in TOS, I guess we kind of just went over that a little bit because – I'm not also up on what they changed. I know they did some things different. What the? Oh, never mind. The whole screen just wiped out and went back. Um, and I know, <clears throat> excuse me, if you, if you watch some of our um, in the legal zone stuff, sometimes we talk about Twitter and the terms of service and things of that nature. So you might want to go back and watch some of those we've done. Or you can always tune in and ask questions while you're in there. I think the next one is January 6th. Um, which is Monday at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time. So you can always jump in there and watch it live and type in a question like, you know, because we go over sometimes like how do we go after Twitter? Can we, is there any recourse we have? No, probably not. Yeah. Uh, pretty much it came down to no. And we just have to do what they say. It's their platform. They can do what they want. Um, so Twitter is a marketing option. I would, I would say it's no longer a marketing option. I would use it until it's useless. You know, so you might as well keep using it, posting. You know, you might not want to do like auto tweets like some people do. Maybe you want to make it more personal and tweet something yourself that says, you know, hey, I just, I spent all day on this clip. It's awesome. Here's a quick review. Here's a little clip. Then they know it's you doing it, not just an auto response thing that's like, okay, it's a machine doing this post. So a little more personal is good. Or you can balance them together. So do the auto, but I always tell people to almost like, you know, like you brush your teeth twice a day. That's kind of scheduled in your head or however, I don't know. I have a weird toothbrush thing. I brush my teeth like 10 times a day, but whatever it is that you do every day, give yourself like 15 minutes and literally like 
set a timer, if you will, and just be like, I'm going to go on Twitter for 15 minutes and actually interact with people. And then when the 15 minutes is up, it does not matter. You turn it off and you stop. But yeah. then go back the next day or if you, if whatever works with your schedule, but kind of put that time in there to do that. And then that way it will keep it fresh. You know, people will be like, oh, she's actually here. It'll balance with your auto tweets because those are still a little bit useful in the sense that they keep a feed going and, and it'll those links and all that stuff. But it also will keep it, like keep Twitter at bay because if you start going down that rabbit hole, you'll be on there for three hours every day. And that's, that's bad for the, the eyes and the soul and all yeah. sorts of other stuff. Yeah, then you know you're in trouble. Yeah, but if you just treat it like a, another task that you do every day, then you can get the, those two different types of content and engagement on there, the auto with also the actual you, and then not like overwhelm yourself, I guess. Yeah. yeah. For, the seen... I, for the most part, I do that. Um, yeah. I definitely, I have an ebb and flow. Like I tend to find that, you know, being on Twitter so much tends to be a bit too much of a kind of energy output. So there are times like days when I'm like, I just, I just need to check out. But for the most part, then I'll kind of dive in, yeah. reconnect, you know, respond to people, thank people for compliments, um, post the stuff, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then check out again. Yeah. There you go. Sounds like you have it. Yeah. I just know I see some people's Twitter feed and it's. And they're just auto tweets. No. And it's just, uh, I'm sure customers are probably like, I'm not even following this person. Yeah. Right. So. So that's where you have to get the balance. And some people are on like five different websites that have auto tweets. So it's not even just one website. It's like five, everything's every two seconds is an auto tweet, which is probably why people are getting shadow banned too on top of that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I know that's probably part of it. So, yeah, I think that's in there. Um, like if a, there's a certain percentage or something of your tweets, if they're over or if like 10%, I'm making that part up, but whatever percent, if it, they appear to be auto tweets and it's pretty easy to tell which ones are automatic, especially if you're, you're like, I was on here at 6 a.m. and now I'm here at 3 a.m. and 3 p.m. Never do I sleep. <laughs> there's, clearly, there's clearly something helping you out there and exactly. that'll, that'll trigger the shadow banning. There's all kinds of things. So, and then we have, would you consider making your email list option more complex and interactive? So what do you exactly mean by that? So, um, especially, I think this is especially relevant for my studio because I do have the, my focal points as far as fetishes or categories, but overall I'm relatively diverse. So you have anything from like vampire to wrestling to robot to, um, and you know, I, so people who come to me sometimes come to me because they specifically like robot, but they're not really into smothering, for example. Right. Um, and if I, like, I'll, I would love to be able to send off an email saying, you know, just film this amazing ass smothering clip, blah, 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 and target specifically just the clients who've either gotten like ass fetish, smother, you know, within like those types of categories and, and specify making sub lists. Exactly. Within the way. Okay, so like a, an email blast that wouldn't go out to everybody. It would go out to 100 people that maybe purchased this versus your whole or whatever your whole list. Exactly. I because I feel like I might be, it might appear, going back, it might appear spammy. Um, if I'm right. just sending off this one that's not targeted to people who might be interested. Um, yeah. And another example that I have is, you know, to, you know, like this is going back to the idea of like giving them, you know, 
a peak or something that appears free where in the um in the email i could embed like a little selfie or image like this is a, a shot that i took when i filmed this video here's a little peak and just actually be able to upload or embed images into the, the message as well so those are two specific examples i have yes so <laughs> so That's, those are awesome things if you can't do those already neil you got that <laughs> so i know the email system we have now is like it was something that we actually build. It's not like a bot service. So that's why it's limited in what it can do. But there is another one that we looked at that we started incorporating into the system. I can't remember the name of it now, but it, it, it does what you just said. It allows you to make lists um, and get and be smarter. And, but it has to actually know your sales and what people buy. So almost like the email system has to go into your admin and be like, okay, what did this customer buy? Let's see all the people who bought bondage and let's grab them and put them. So yeah. it, is, it is pretty slick how it has to work. And it's uh, most email systems are just made for bulk emailing or you make up your own groups and you figure it out. But we want something smart that can basically, you could just say, okay, send email attach these things to it and um i want it to go to uh you could maybe even type in keywords or something not keywords actually it would have to be um customers who bought what like and, and have a list of categories that you have yeah and you just click on this this and this and it knows already and so that's something that i'm you know, working with them to figure out how to get that more yeah oh i've always wanted to do stuff like that it's just a it's just limited to what it can do because <clears throat> in the beginning, <clears throat> excuse me, it was just like, just let us be able to send an email out to everybody. That's the first. Yeah. So the second step would be, or the third step would be to, to embed stuff into it, make it look really nice, track it, see how many people opened it. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's reporting tools that go with that too. Now we have something for the whole site. Like I have something we could use and target people that we can do as a whole but we're trying to figure out how do we break that down into studio to studio to studio and give all of you your own little system like we have, like a mini version of what we have. So that's something we're trying to figure out how to do. And matter of fact, I don't even think it says when you look at your um, sales and your, I don't think it, tell, it tells you the clip title, but it doesn't say the category in the report. So you can't even really see that yet, but we have the data, obviously we know it. Yeah. So, it's a matter of making those um, sales reports more, uh, more what's it called, more information in there, so that it'll it'll tell you the the category it was in, the related categories it was in, even maybe the keywords you had. So it knows these are all the things that relate to that clip. So let's grab everything here and let's see who else bought that. You know, so there's some algorithms that have to be built um, in the back end to pull all the data. But I like the idea, and I think it would be. It would be good to do, and it would make more money for everybody if there's a way to target that stuff more efficiently, for sure, and effectively. Okay. So I'm with you on that. And I just don't have, like, a timeline of when that would be. That's my cat, like, scratching. Ah! scratching <laughs> What's happening? I don't know why. He was over here, but then he ran away when I lifted this thing up. He was like, I'm out. Oh, baby. Yeah, he's big, too, and he's scary, but he's, uh, he's angry. Uh, <laughs> so, 
what do you see as a red thread com commonalities between all the top 50 studios? Ooh. And maybe even more specifically, let's say like top five or top 10. You mean, um, what are they doing that they remain? Well, it, if you notice lately, the top five have been changing a lot. The top 10 have been moving. Sometimes it's like it stays the same people for months, but lately it's changing a lot, which is great. I like, I like the diversity of, of it changing, and that means some people are making more money. Some people have uh, woke up and like, hey, let's post stuff. And, you know, uh, but as far as you mean, like, what are the things in common that they're doing? I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I don't think they're doing anything because, I mean, not they're not doing anything, but I don't think they communicate with each other and we're like, hey, I'm doing this. You should do this. Yeah. I remain in the top five because I do this, this, and this. I do talk to several people. Um, I know, like, for example, Tara Tayton, she's very big on her customers and interacting with them via email, Twitter, however they can contact her. She's on top of it. She's communicating with them, engaging with them, um, always posting really good content as well on top of that. Um, that's her, for example. Then you have, like, Primal, who's got a lot of studios, who's, who basically is like a work, workhorse machine who shoots many models and just cranks out content and his, his his idea is the opposite of tires tires is like customer 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 a nice clip and deal with the customers and primals is content 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 crank out as much as i can as good the best quality i can and so on um and i don't even think he reacts really that much to customers unless they email him directly um for customs and stuff but those guys are you know primals a He's to me, he's in a class by himself because not everyone has the time to just crank out and shoot that much, but he does. Uh, and I, I have to put it to him, he's really just a machine. Um, doesn't have a lot of free time, but you know, that's that's sometimes that's the uh, what is it called? That's the you know, that's the off the problem you get. You have no time, but you have a lot of content, so it's a good give and take kind of thing. Um, but I don't, and you know what, I don't even know if uh, some of these our guys or producers are posting in forms or not. I don't know. I honestly don't know a lot of the things they're doing to make money. Um, sometimes we could look at the traffic, like in the back end, we can go into like primal studios or Tara's or whoever's at the top and say, where's all their traffic coming from? And then we could look and see, okay, it's coming from this website. We might go to that website and say, Oh, why don't we do an ad here for clips for sale? Mm -hmm. We do stuff like that to see if it's worth advertising ourselves and pay to advertise or whatever it is we need to do. But were you going to say something, Chantel? Well, I was just going to ask. So like with Primal, he, he's directing the content, but he's not actually in a lot of his stuff, right? Or is he? He's both. He is both. in a lot of it. And it's because I think he's only in it because sometimes he can't find guys that are like to his like not to his liking but that can perform and he knows he's going to get what he wants out of it right right like who can take direction it, yeah exactly it, it seems like there might be something there might be something with the idea of like tara for instance she's in her content so like she's communicating with people and they're asking her specifically to do this that or the other to make this because she's kind of the focus of that yeah. whereas primal even he even as a guy talent you know given the you know superhero and stuff that he does He's not our superheroine, heroine. How do you pronounce that word? Um, heroine. He's not the. He's not the focus. Like the guy is not the focus of that. So I just wonder too, 
in terms of communicating with people, if there's a difference there, I mean, obviously it's important to communicate with the customers, but like maybe Primal can get away with not being as quote unquote attentive as Tara is because his content, his consumer base, they're, they're focused on a different aspect of what he's creating or something. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking out loud and wondering how, how they could be different. Cause they are they like back, back and forth with popularity so, so much. What I, I mean, my assumption, my angle is that, you know, if you're someone like Tara or someone like me, where you're producing content of yourself, right. um, you're, you yourself are the brand. Right. Um, so, you know, people feel a connection to you. So communicating with your clients, putting yourself out there, being more public and publicly interactive things an integral part to what I do versus somebody like Primal, he's more of the, you know, he, he just creates content. So he himself is not the brand. Focus, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I think it would be just a different type of marketing. Yeah. And it's just interesting to think about that in terms of how that different type of marketing um, bleeds over into the interactivity. Like it might not help him to be, so like like precise and interactivity the way tara is versus if she were to step back and just be like i'm just creating contents it would actually probably not help her because so much of it like you say is about her or about the person who's creating content about yeah. themselves well that's true too yeah and and i do notice that um like i'm looking at the top 50 right now just as we're speaking and um the only thing I could think of that's the commonality of these five or 10 is right off the bat, I could see quality. The quality of the content is good. Um, it's not, you know, bad quality, bad lighting. It's all really, you know, well lit. The scenes are good. The, it's all probably HD content. So that I could see it's professionally done. So, which sometimes is good, sometimes bad. A lot of people do like the amateur stuff, but it's more, it's like amateur professional, you know what I mean? Yes. And other than that, I mean, just looking at the studios, I can't really tell, you know, one of them is bondage, and female training, wrestling, like the one guy in particular, um, uh, Grappling Girls, who's like store 207, he's been around for a long time. Um, yeah. He's one of the first studios I had. And um, he's still in the top six, which is like amazing to me that after all these years, he's still um, in there. And the top. I've actually worked with him a few times. He's great. Oh, you have with Joe? Yeah. Yeah, he's really lovely. Like, just yeah. good, good, solid. Yeah, highly yeah. recommend. I agree. Yeah, Joe's a good guy, and he's always been uh, on top of stuff and, and yeah. hard to get everything done. So, but yeah, as far as it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to really, without talking to them directly and saying, you know, what are you doing that's, that's yeah. getting you up in this? And I'm sure it's a matter of I, they update all the time. They're, they're probably out there promoting, like, like you said, Primal might not be out there promoting his brand constantly, but he has a fan base that's um, coming back for the quality of the content. They know that he's getting these uh, top-tier girls from agencies and stuff like that, so they're, they can expect that. That's one group of people. Then there's the other group of guys who don't want that top-tier uh, model. They want the average person next door, the average girls, the average guys that are just – they just so happen to meet them somewhere and they're shooting for the first time. Like those are really 
popular too for di different reasons, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. Were you giving me the peace sign? What was that? Oh no, I was I was like top girls, you know what I mean? Like stop. Yeah, it's hard attitude. to say. Um, but I do know that you know I have some friends that that <laughs> do um, uh, what's it called? They recruit. That's a good word. They recruit like they go to these uh, wing house, hooters, those kind of places, and they do wind up finding a, a lot of girls who you know can make a lot more money, obviously, than they are at at the restaurant, and they don't have to do anything that's so outrageous for some of the stuff that they shoot. Some of these foot fetish and stuff, it's like no nudity, no this. So it is appealing for a lot of girls that are uh, just want to get into it slowly without, you know, going crazy. It's like, okay, just show me your feet in stockings and this and that, and they make good money. And then from there, they, they can take it on their own or you never know, they might become more and more popular um, just from doing that. So then they become that top girl, you know, that's everyone wants to shoot with, which, also happens all the time too. So, in a nutshell, the answer is I really don't know. <laughs> I wish I knew the answer to that, but I don't. Know. Have, it's it's that that French phase. You know I'll tell you. I'll tell you a good thing. Are you going to the ABN show? I decided not this year. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I was going to suggest if you do come, I would introduce you to a lot of people at the booth that you could sit there and brainstorm with and kind of pick their brains as far because I know Primal will be there, um, other, a couple other top uh, studios would be there and I could, you could just basically talk to them. And they're, these are the ones that are open to discuss whatever, they're not going to be like hiding their yeah. stuff or whatever. So, you know, I would be happy to do that <laughs> for you, but maybe not this time, maybe another time and another show. Yeah, I would love that. Since you're not going this year, but maybe FetishCon in August. I don't know if you're coming to that. Well, I, I did go last August. I would I would definitely. My plan is to go again. Um, so I you, did you come to our booth then? You must have. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I booked it in such a way where I was shooting literally nonstop. Um, okay. Okay. Like I, and it and it wasn't intent. And this always this is the third time I've gone, and this is literally the third time this has happened where I'm like, all right, this time, this year, I'm gonna, I'm gonna balance this. Right. This is what I'm gonna do. This is going to be a balancing act. I'm going to book enough um, to create content and you know, with other producers. And then I'm going to also have enough time to network and interact and meet people and all of that. Um, and inevitably what always ends up happening, like probably about a month prior to the actual um, initial date, all of a sudden I look at my calendar, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, how did I just consistently <laughs> like plug, you know, over, just over the course of months, people are like, I would love to work with you. And be like, that's great, I have time. And then it just keeps on, I just keep on plugging it in to the point yeah. where by the end of it, I'm like, well, shit, there, went, there goes the balance. Well, that is technically, uh, we, we view, and a lot of people look at FetishCon as more of an industry, get together to make content that's pretty yeah. much what it's become over the last seven eight years nine years it's just like come here there's plenty of talent and plenty of producers all that can mingle and make money with each other and most people yeah you're right though most people don't if we do see them it's for like five minutes in between a shoot because they're starving and they're like oh i just came down i'm eating or i needed to get uh an outfit for the shoot so i came down to buy something you know, we even had a big dinner. You probably missed that too. That was the, the, the meet and greet. I, 
Yeah, I did. Why did I? I think it was because I was shooting. <laughs> you, so you missed free food and booze. Yeah, and <laughs> next year, next year, you have to make it a point to say, I need to at least spend 10 minutes with Neil. Okay. And, and the dinner, like I said, it's great. You eat a lot of food. So you have You're to, just going to have to book time, Neil. You're going to have to put yourself into her calendar. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, consider, so it, gonna, consider it done. I'm going to share my screen real quick so I can go over this as, a, as, a, as a, like an ending kind of point, final, final thoughts kind of thing. So this is your store, as you can see, right? Yes. yes. Okay, you only have one store, which is good, easy. Um, this is the new search page, which I don't know if you've played with or not, but this is what I recommend you sending to people when you, oh. when you do link to it. I would, um, it's simple. You just go to this advanced search button on the main page, mm -hmm. or there's a button that says clips and it says new next to it. <clears throat> Either one of them will take you to the main, uh, well, let me see here. Uh, okay. Like this is where it'll take you just so you get an idea. Okay. So it's basically taking you to the same information that's on the page now, but more of a, a tube site view. So mm -hmm. I, so me as a customer, I can quickly see everyone's content all together in thumb views. And I'm like, wow, look at all the stuff that was just updated. It's amazing. Um, so I could quickly see seven clips and even better, I can change views to see it like a clip store. And I could mm -hmm. see like, this is from Myla P. This is from Latin princess. These are all from different producers who just updated and I can quickly go and add to cart, add to cart. So you could do this on your store as well and change views just like that. But, um, so basically you'll, you, when you get to this page, this is what you'll see. You can just type in your store number right here, which I think was, uh, seven, seven, Christ. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so accustomed to just typing in because I actually have AndreaRosu.com go immediately. So as you see, when I type it in, it pops yeah. up, see it popped up here for me. So it knows that you're a studio. And when yeah. I click, when I click it, it goes right to your studio. Um, so you want to change that to 96 clips per page. I would do that too. So you can see a lot more content. And then basically right here is your, you just copy and paste this link in the, okay. and that'll take it to this page the way you laid it out. But then on the left side, you have all your filters that you don't have on the other store view. Yeah. So here you can see how many clips you updated. And if I come to your store every day, I probably don't need to see all this stuff. I could probably say, just show me the last seven days. That's all I care about. I was already there yesterday. Um, so now I just weeded down everything to like seven clips. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so, and I could weed it down further to just the MP4. Oh, and now I just have your HP clips. And I could really get, I could really push it. Anyway, I could do that as a whole too. So now I'm only looking at your H, your MP4 clips on your whole store. So, but that's up to you if, how you want to filter out and save the links and send them to people, you know, whatever way you want to. So. Uh, but anyway, so this basically what you could do. With I just thought of an idea. <clears throat> okay. I'm totally interrupting you for your question about the um, emails. Mm -hmm. You could conceivably, because the search function, and you can search and you can find all of your bulging bicep clips. I just read what was at the top. So maybe you have, you know, whatever that theme is. And even though you would send it out to your whole list, you could curate a selection here with the new search. And then you could put in the um, subject of the email, you know, exclusive list for my whatever. And then it would go to everybody, 
but at the same time, some people might be like, Ooh, I like that. I'm this person. I want that exclusive thing. So maybe that's a way to kind of create a little list somehow in a tricky way, even though it's still the whole thing. I don't know. I just thought yeah. of that. It's not, showing them, it's not showing them graphically anything, but it's a link to everything. Right. But you could, you could use the subject line there to be like, hey, yeah. here's a thing in here that might be just for you. Okay. That's a good just, idea. Because technically this is, I mean, this is your store. This search is for your store. This category list is for your store only. So, like, yeah, yeah. So you could be like, that. hey, belly button fetish people. Right. So Here's let's a list to, just for you. I could just go to belly fetish and it found nine clips and I could just copy and paste that link and send it. And it's only going to show these nine clips. Obviously, I wouldn't do that one because it's so short. But, <laughs> but you could find something that's really, you know, whatever it is that you think is popular. Um, I don't know. What's another good one here? Executrix. Executrix. Okay. So this one you have lots of clips, 126. So again, you could just say here, and, and now remember, the new search, unlike the old search, it's going to show content that's not just in the category, electric, L, exec, yeah, execution. <laughs> so you have a female domination. <laughs> yeah, you have a femdom clip also that's going to appear. Uh, so you have a lot more content. If you notice on this list here, it, it says there's only 40 clips in the actual category, but the, the system found 126 clips with uh, executrix in there. So mm -hmm. you got a vampire clip, you got a wrestling clip, you got muscle worship clip, all pertaining to executrix. So anyway, um, so you can do this with all of them, save the link and move on. You know, it's pretty simple. Um, but another thing you could do is you could click on this little popular button and this will show you your most popular clips in the last week. If you look over here, it says how long of a time frame? One week. So this is all your top selling clips in the last week. This one in particular would be your number one selling clip for the week, Unfinished Business with Andrea Rosu, Mixed Fighting. <laughs> right. So this one, if you probably go back and look at your reporting and your admin, should have more sales than any of the other ones. More time sold, should I say. Yeah. In the last week. But so you could basically take this list and on these forums and say, hey, check out my most popular clips of the week and just save that link and send it to them. And now they're going to open the page right to this exact page and they could, they could change whatever they want when they're in here as a customer. You know, you could even make it so it's not mixed in with MP4 and WMV if you want. But since this is now sorting by most popular, it's not really, well, like these two are side by side. Uh, but if you didn't want them to show up side by side, you could say just do MP4s and now you got popular MP4 only and now you're good to go. Everything's going to be different. No side by sides. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and you could go by month. I mean, you could really go crazy. You could go by the month. You can, there's another hundred. You can go by the year of most popular. So it's pretty powerful to go. So this is your most popular MP4. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, transformation is pretty popular if you do it right, which I didn't see this clip, but if you're really getting into that. Whoa. Yeah. It was a fucking trip. Yeah. It was a time consuming trip <laughs> to do this one. It looks, it looks interesting. So now I can yeah. blow it up even more. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So uh, let me get rid of that. And so this, this tells me all that information. Now I can get rid of this and I can get rid of everything comes up in the, uh, uh, the breadcrumb up top. 
So you can quickly remove, add. The new search is, it's, it's about a, maybe about a year old, and we're about to make some changes to it that we're waiting to happen um, to, to, to basically um, weed down the content even further. So right now you can find whatever you want for the most part, but we're putting some more options in to really weed it down better, you know, more keyword searching and stuff. Um, then you have a trending button here. So trending shows you what's selling right now. Of, on your store. So this goes by uh, all time added. So not the last seven days. You could see there's only one trending clip, one trending clip, four trending clips for the year, but all time you have nine. So this particular clip here was just made recently. So you can yeah. look, but I can look at these and see, let me see if you're selling anything older. Okay. Well, here's one from 18. Here's one from eight, 16. Here's one from 19 and one from 19. And you could see, you know, three years old, these clips, some of them, two years old. So this, this stuff is sell, selling on your store right now. So unfortunately, you can't make this list bigger because it is going by mm. what actually just sold. So yeah. unless you sold like 500 clips in the last couple hours or day, it won't, you're only going to get this limited amount. So the more clips you sell, the more it'll appear in trending. But it's something you might want to use. You might not want to use. I don't know. It's up to you also. So, but that's another thing you could use is that, that popular thing you could use in the emails and say, Hey, I'm, I'm sending everyone a list of my most popular clips. Click here and check out everything that's popular. Now all your customers get this page and you never know who might not have seen it. And you know, these are top selling. So probably you're going to sell more of them. Here's another cool thing you can switch your whole store backwards by old clips. So this would be your oldest clip from 2013. Here you are from 2013, same red hair. <laughs> just so you, just so you know. A little you older know. is all. <laughs> yeah, that's all. <laughs> and wiser and everything else. That's a fucking loot So you could technically take this link now and send, you could post this on Twitter or forums and <clears throat> you're, you're showing them that these are my oldest clips. But to some people on the forums who don't know you, these are brand new clips to them. They don't know any better. You can do a, you can do a throwback Thursday. You want to see me when I was. Yeah, throwback. You know, blah, blah, from 2013. I don't know. And, exactly. And that kind of thing. And that could be a good um, mail okay. out list too. Because yeah, I so imagine. Right. You know, can you see, um, gosh, this is probably like a, complicated metric but like no. how like her customers no you can't see like when they came on or I mean you can see when they purchased from her so but that would be hard to figure out but to see like hey there's 50 people that only came onto my store and started being my follower my fan like as of 2018 and I'm again making up members but there's like you know those 50 people have not seen this older content so almost like you could figure out <clears throat> oh, I see. You know what I mean? Like, who hasn't amongst the sales that she's made? Who hasn't been on there maybe for these older days and hasn't even scrolled all the way back? Because you got a lot of clips too. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one because that's it's a hard. It's a hard metric. I, I can't imagine yeah. how you do the cross tabs on it. But. Yeah, you'd have to figure out uh, by their IP if they were on her store or not. I guess or something. I don't know. And if they or even when they bought, you know. Yeah, bought would be easy. Last time they bought from your store, they could show you that date that this guy hasn't been, he might have been on your store yesterday, but he didn't buy anything. So that's a, that's a different you know, thing. But anyway, but this just gives you a basic idea of, 
here's my oldest stuff and I could just go backwards and shop if I want to. And like Chantel said, you could do a throwback Thursday and Hey, check out all my old con my, I wouldn't even say old content. I would just say my, um, what, what's vintage. it? <laughs> my vintage content. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they're 720p, which is good quality. It's not like it's bad quality content. So you even have some stuff that's 1080p or that was 2014. So you started shooting 1080p as soon as it was like available pretty much, which is great. See that? Look at that. Oh, she's, <laughs> like, she's like, oh, you know, I'm just getting ready for the, the what's that horse race called that they have every year? Oh, that's right. The Kentucky Derby. <laughs> yeah, the Kentucky Derby. I'm waiting and, you know, I'm just chilling. I know. I'm, I'm just kidding. So anyway, so that, this is my Meridian hat. <laughs> yeah, uh, over here they can change like all the different stuff if they want to. Trending, newest content. They have so many options on here that it's we noticed that the new search page they're on here like triple the time than they are on the regular store pages oh okay because there's so much more for them to do and to sort yeah. and to search. and even if you just like okay say you wanted to really get particular and say like red toes i can just type that in your search and it found 45 clips with red toes um i don't know if they're actually red toes or red and maybe nothing has red toes no you really don't have anything with red toes as one keyword yeah so, found yeah. red redheads so this one I wouldn't use but um, maybe I don't know what else would be another thing like maybe bikini let's try that one so bikini is one word so this is easy so 64 clips in a bikini so you might go onto one of these forums that's a bikini forum and just say hey check out all my hot clips uh, my bikini clips and send them to this page that shows them all your stuff with bikinis and doesn't matter when they were, uh, when they launched or not. It's just everything with the word bikini, micro bikini, any of these keywords you can figure out, you could type in here and it'll show up uh, on the, on the, on the search and it'll find all the clips re related to it, especially if it's a one word, uh, a one word um, keyword, two yeah. words. It's going to find first, it's going to find the exact match. Then it's going to find the next match after that. So, Anyway, back to this reality page here. So this is back to your normal stuff here. So this page is what I would use mostly if you could, um, just because I think it's going to get them more interested in your stuff because I could open this up. I could watch the preview. I could even shop this way and just go next, next. You know, And on the phone, it's the same thing. I could swipe and it goes to the next clip. So it's pretty nice. But my ultimate way to shop would be just like this and I would switch this view just like a clip store and I don't have to click on every like every other site you see is basically set up this way <clears throat> excuse me as a uh, the grid and you have to open it up every time just to do anything like nobody's gonna buy your clips from this page in my opinion you know what I mean I, most people don't buy it just from looking at this picture in the title yeah. And then add it to the cart. But we have it here if they do. But we noticed, you know, most people are going to click, open it, add it or not. You know, and that's why we said this view here is the easiest way to shop all around because you can read it, add it, next, read it, add it, next. And I can quickly, you know, I could buy so much faster that way. Anyway, so you could, you know, down here you could go to all your clips that are under $10. So you could say, hey, get my... Get my short, my, uh, not discounted, but my low, no, not low, what do you say? Not discount, but not cheap, 
I don't know what the word is. <clears throat> I don't know. My, my, my best priced, I guess you could say, content. Whatever you want to say. You know, these are or all. Or just say clips under $10. <laughs> yeah, or you could say, check out all my clips under $10. You have 80 yeah. clips here that are under $10. And, you know, this is great for the guys who don't want to spend any money, but they can see a wide variety of content here, which is great. I make and I price my content so a wide variety of people can, can see me. <laughs> those of you that want to see me more exclusively, here's the fancy ones, higher end. But for those of you, even $10. You can see most of your clips are ten to twenty-five dollars just by right yeah. here. I can quickly see. Oh yeah, look at that, sixteen hundred. And you have most of your clips are ten to fifteen minutes, which is good. Um, five to ten. So I, you could sort through all this stuff and go crazy with whatever you want to do. So anyway, um, if you don't have any questions about this, or do you about the search or anything you want to know about it while I'm here? No, I think I think this covers it. Thank okay. you. No, I think it's great, and I think it'll give you um, plenty of ammunition to go to forums and to go on there and practice, learn the different settings, the different filters, saving the links. Each time you make a change, it's a new link every time. So it's not like you have to – it's going to always take them to the same page. It'll always be that page. Plus, your tribute is on there too. Your tribute link is on that page. Um, eventually, <clears throat> basically, that page is going to become – the new version of your clip store over time. Like we're gonna eventually weed out the other one yeah. and move everything into one nicely laid out thing that's you know gonna evolve over the next six months, I hope, to make it look really good. So you'll have your featured clips on the top or one row would be featured or stuff you wanna pick. I don't know yet how it's gonna work. We have to figure that out later. It's gonna take a, take a little bit to get it all done. But it's interesting that we could, there's a lot to do on this page. We can, it's like a it's like a new book to write, and there's so much on there we could do. So, was there any other questions that we didn't go over besides all that stuff that you were thinking of when we were talking? I have a quick question um, regarding. So I, I came up with a few extra, but how best to categorize? Sorry about that. So it's not unusual, obviously, to have one clip that spans several categories. And anything as kind of overarching as, let's say, female domination, but then, you know, within that, there are like endless categories. Right. You, how do you recommend categorizing? So you're uploading a new video. Do you recommend going for like the largest category or how do you, how do you choose? How do you choose which category? Okay, this is what I would do because I did shoot con used to shoot content, and I thought, in my opinion, I was like, well, whatever the, the whatever the majority of this clip is, that's the category, the main category I'm going to put it in. Um, that's how I would judge it. So if it's if it's not if it's like foot fetish and female domination, you're the one that shot the clip. You would know what's the real backing of that clip. Is it them? Okay. Yeah. How did I shoot it in my mind? So the beauty part is with the new search, it doesn't matter if it's the main or related because you're going to find it no matter what. And slowly as the site evolves, those things won't matter anymore because it's going to, like I said, you're, you're going to, because what people do now I noticed is that they'll make two clips. Like I saw you're doing the same thing. You're putting one in one category and one in another category. Yeah. Where that you really you'll, won't have to do that anymore because 
you'll just put like foot fetish because it's all foot related. But then one of the related will be femdom. So me as a user, when I come into the site and I go to femdom, even though you didn't choose that as the main category, that's going to come up in my in my uh, in my search. Let, you know what? Hold on, I'm going to show you real quick, just so you get an idea of how it works. So this this is like I'm going away from your store for a second. So if I'm if I'm here and I come in and I said, okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into whatever. Say uh, I don't know what's exciting. Let's find something good. Baby, babysitter. No, maybe not. Okay. This is an interesting stomping. analytical moment here for you, Neil. Yeah, ball stomping. Let's go with this. So what, what ball stomping is now doing <laughs> as, as a category, it's, it's looking for the words. Instead of just the category, it's looking for that phrase. So as you noticed, this first clip it found, which was produced today, it's in the CBD category. CBT. What did I say? CBD. CBD. That's... That's again, another little slip there. <laughs> so, but you'll notice it's in the related category. So there yeah. you go. Okay. This just proves to you that even the second clip, it's not, it's not ball, what did we, what did we pick? Ball stomping. Ball stomping. I mean, you really don't get it till the third clip that ball stomping is, is one of the categories. So, okay. so me as a customer, I just chose that and I'm getting everything. As, and as you'll notice here, it, it found 22,000 clips where if I was going to the old page, it only finds 1,800 mm -hmm. clips. So I'm giving you 21,000 more clips than originally that are actually related to what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. So you don't really need to, as long as it's in here somewhere, even if it's in the um, uh, description, even if it's in a description, it's going to find it. Now, I do think that it, the, the weight I believe goes, it, if it finds it more than one time, like if you have ball stomping here and here and in here, it's okay. like, oh, well, this is really uh, related. Like here's ball stomping. Oh, actually, no, that's not how it works. Because um, here it is three times, but the date is a couple days old. So it does go by date. So it's going to show the newest first, no matter what. Um, as a customer, I want to see what's what's new. And I can, I can go down the list if I want. And I could change, uh, what do you call it? I can look at, uh, there's 231 pages, so I can go crazy here. Uh, but I just wanted to show you that it's, it's proving the, the, the concept that it doesn't have to be in the main category anymore. Um, okay. So this will eventually become the normal of the way it's going to be. Um, and this, this also, not just pertaining to uh, uh, the categories, but also just a keyword. Like, uh, you shoot with other people too, you said, right? So what if I just type in your, is this how I spell your last name? Yeah. yeah. So what if I just click that and let's see what comes up. Oh, well, look at that. So your clip that you shot, you put out today comes up first and you're, and you notice this is your store, but the second clip is from Luna Lane. Mm -hmm. And did you shoot with her? No. Yeah, I shoot with her often actually. Yeah. So where is it? Where is it written? Oh, here it is right here. Russo. Okay. So see, she put it in the, in the keywords, your name. That's why it's key to put, always make sure your names are in the keywords. Because if not, your name wouldn't, you wouldn't show up on some of these clips. Yeah. As a customer, I know maybe you don't care because you're like, well, that's not my store. I don't care. But as a, as a fan of yours, I want to see everything. So I will, you know, 
Here's stuff from Luna Lane, from Taboo Zone you shot something for. So I could quickly see everything you shot as a, you know, as a fan of yours, because I might not care of just your store. I want to buy all your content from everywhere you shot. So this is just an example of I found you on all these different platforms. And I could quickly go, by the way, when I'm on here and I say, okay, well, Luna Lane, this looks pretty good. I can click here and now I go to Luna Lane's store in the new search and it's sorted by uh, Rosu. It should be. Let's see if it's done. Yeah. So now I have 59 clips uh, blah, 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 that have your that you're in basically that she tagged you in on her store only. As a customer, you know, I can now just weed it down again. If yeah. You know, she has all these other stores too, and this is why I was going to say if you have other stores, you can click here, and she has all these other ones, and mm -hmm. I can click here and go to all her stores if I want. And it shows it all on one page, so it's great for someone who has multiple stores. But anyway, so this, just giving you an example of how the search works and how it's better than the old search. Yeah. So I'll stop sharing that. But yeah, it's very exciting. And I'll tell you what, once we started messing with that new search page, I, I have not been to the other page, to the main clips for sale in a year. I only go to it to see the top 50 and that's it. Other than that, I only use that search page because it's so much easier, so much more user friendly. It's, it's just great. So that's all we use now. Okay. We don't use anything else anymore. It's no use. Anyway, so anything else? That's it? Okay. <laughs> I think that's why we covered it. Yes, I think you have plenty of homework to do. and plenty <laughs> Yeah, plenty of stuff you could do. And I think there's a lot of information that you could take now and you know, t take a look at what your sales were like last month. Um, I don't know if you're using the new 75% link or not, but to make more money, but you can. Yeah. That's another thing you could do just to promote more. But take a look. I guess that's a little bit unfair if you're doing that because you're probably going to make, you should make more money from last month, this month, from last month. But if, if you do these other things too, and of course on your, um, when you're posting in these forms, you could add that CID code to the end of the search page too. And Make sure you test it, make sure it opens and it works and you can post that so you can get your 75% of them going to that page as well. So it doesn't matter where they're going, you'll still get your extra money. But I would say you should see over the next two months, if you do these things, join as many forms as you can, post content, interact, you'll see an increase in your sales and you, you should, you might even, you know, I don't know, I'm, I'm just thinking you should be able to double what you're doing right now in the next couple months if you really make it an effort to say this is going to be part of my daily business uh, marketing to do this because it is a job and like you said really just like mcdonald's they still have commercials on tv even though they're nobody really <laughs> they're at every corner but they still advertise like crazy yeah. so and if you don't have any swag we would be happy to send you a swag bag i will email you sell gear yes, yes. Yeah, Chantel will email you with anything, uh, slippers and robes, and we have all kinds of fun stuff that you can use for shoots, put them while you're shooting content. You can wear it, great, if you're out and about, whatever. You can dress up like Neil and wear everything and carry I have everything puts yourself, <laughs> except my cup. I, don't, I need one of these little espresso cups. Hey, Neil, I even have a Clipster Sale shirt on today. I can't see it. Wow, <laughs> see that, just like that. Yep, it's too cold in my office, so I gotta leave my sweatshirt on. But I even it's a little chilly here today, actually. Too. I even wore my swag. <laughs> yes. Um, so 
Anyway, you know, you could always hit me up. You probably have my cell number. You have all my information. You could. I uh, don't have any of that. Well, my cell number is in the admin right at the bottom. As soon as you log in, it's at the bottom. It says there's a little statement by oh. me at the bottom. My cell number's there. I didn't realize that was your cell number. <laughs> yes. You it can, literally uh, is. It literally is. Oh, okay. Yeah, Chantel can text, uh, can email to you as well. So you can oh, like, really? email to me any, any, anytime, text, phone, email, uh, uh, Morse code, whatever it is. Yeah, I'll accept like. pigeon. I'll send I accept pigeon. pigeon is great. Yes. Boat like signal. yeah. Boat signals, whatever yeah. it is. I'm, I'm down for all that. Um, and I was hoping that we could meet at ABM, but that's okay. You're not going to be there and, and next time, but at least you'll get some swag from us. And hopefully you can reach back out to me in a couple months and let me know that because it would be helpful to get some feedback that these things did work for you. So going forward with other people, because this is really what I've been saying to everybody. And some people get back to me, some people just go on and I don't hear from for months and months and months. So it's nice to hear back that, Hey, that worked. And just yeah, I'll definitely touch base and let you know what I've implemented and how it's been working. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you again, Andrea Rosu. There you go. I forgot, the, I forgot the accent on the D. Andrea Rosu. And um, don't remember, she's part uh, Romanian, so look for those vampire clips and those <laughs> snippets of different languages in there. It would be awesome. That's where, by the way, when I was showing you your store, those keywords were, I think Chantal was going to say in there, like, you know, Romanian language spoken. You could put it in the, in the, in the description even. Just because um, now, because I want to, as a customer, I could search for Romanian and your clip will pop up now because it's like, oh, it's Romanian. Anyway, you get the picture. I think. Yeah. So, okay. Well, thanks, Chantel. Thanks, Andrea. And uh, we will talk soon. And don't forget, she'll uh, email you for swag and we'll go from there. So, that's great. Thank you for this time. Thank you a lot, both of you, very much. You bet. Anytime. Peace out. <laughs>